Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Ian Stone. Welcome to the Football Zone podcast with our guests, Ian Moore, Ardlo Hanlon and Keith Dover. Good evening, good evening, welcome to the show. This week, amongst other things, we'll be talking the Klopp effect, Jamie Vardy and El Clasico. Now, first of all, a lovely story from Watford. You don't hear those words very often. (laughs) That's the first joke. Uh, Troy Deeney made a promise to six of his prison mates that if he got back into football, he'd get them all tickets for Manchester United at home. And they all came along, which, although a lovely gesture, presented a problem for the authorities because three of them had yet to finish their sentences. <laughs> in preparation for the trip to Newcastle, Jamie Vardy spent a week in a cryogenic chamber where he experienced sub-zero temperatures. Although, as it's November, he could have just got up to Newcastle a few days earlier. Because <laughs> it's cold up there, do you see? <laughs> Sepp Blatter has been interviewed by Swiss TV this week about his recent emotional breakdown. He said, I was very close to death. Not close enough, unfortunately, but... uh, (laughs) He said, I was among the angels singing and the devil with the fire, but it was the angels who sang. Here we are once again broadcasting for BT Sport and we have got a corker of a show for you this evening and to try and make sense of this senseless world of football, I'm joined by two people who really know their football onions which is why they support Leeds and Blackburn, respectively. (laughs) (laughs) It's Ardlo Hanlon and Ian Moore. (laughs) And, and, as always, our man of the people walks amongst you. It's Keith Dover, ladies and gentlemen. Regular viewers will know that, like in football, there are points to be had and winners and losers. And it's all rather dependent on who keeps me happy. So with that in mind, let's talk about something that makes me insanely happy, the Europa League. (laughs) 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 Liverpool beat Bordeaux 2-1 and the winning streak is extended to two. (laughs) Is there nothing that Jurgen Klopp can't do? Uh, Joining us from Anfield now is a Liverpool legend. It's uh, Michael Owen, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Michael, thanks for joining us. Uh, can I ask, the Gagan, the Gagan pressing. Um, <laughs> How do you fancy all that hard work? Would you have enjoyed that? <laughs> not really, no, I don't <laughs> quite like hard work. I used to back in the day, but not anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I mean what, this, this German effect that, uh, that Jurgen Klopp's had, are they, is it, is it going to catch on in Liverpool, do you think? I mean, 
Do you think they're going to go for outdoor nudity now, do you think? <laughs> well, well, I think away from home it's certainly caught on. I think they look really good pressing high and, and scoring lots of goals. But at Anfield, it hasn't caught fire yet. Tonight was another one. It wasn't a very good performance from Liverpool. They, they conceded a stupid goal, really. Mignolet had a nightmare. He was holding the ball on for... Well, well, for over 20 seconds when it's only six seconds you're allowed and, and that spurned Liverpool into action. We scored a couple of goals before half-time and then it was a poor second-half performance from them. Well, it's possible they're getting a little tired having sprinted for the first 60 minutes of the game. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean you, listen, the atmosphere at Anfield, you've played at some of the great grounds. You know, uh, you've played for Liverpool and May United and, uh, and, and Newcastle. What's the atmosphere like at Stoke? LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, really. I wasn't on the pitch to sample it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, with, with Jurgen Klopp, listen, before you go, Jurgen Klopp, I mean, he is fitting in quite well. He's going to make a success of this, isn't he? You just feel that something is sort of growing down there. I think so. He's already a hero in these parts. I mean, they absolutely love him. And as I say, they haven't really caught fire at Anfield just yet. But the results since he's taken over have been an improvement. They are doing well. They're now qualified for the next round of the Europa League. They're starting to creep up the league as well in the Premier League. So I think, and a lot of what he's saying around these parts is just hitting the right notes with the Liverpool fans. I think they like a, a manager that they, when they listen to him on the, doing his interviews, a bit of humour, a bit of humility, and he's got those things. And I think he's a big hero already. And I think his style of football is going to be loved around these parts. Yeah, it's Michael. Michael, thank you very, very much for joining us. Uh, and and uh, you're in an empty stadium there. You're, you're OK. You'll be escorted out. You're all right? Yeah, there's probably... A, Similar, similar noise to what there was during the game. It's quite a quiet <laughs> night here, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'm off home now. So, Ooh, controversial, Michael Owen. Thank you very much, Michael Owen, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, oh, Jurgen Klopp. He's he's he's, uh, he's he is him beautiful. Cool is the word you're looking he's cool. for. He's cool. He is the coolest man in football. I love him, and you know, he like he shouldn't be cool. He's 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 German. He's got. <laughs> It's uh, not cool about the Germans. Well, it's not always cool. Uh, he has got a hair transplant. Uh, his second name is Norbert. Uh, I either read that or made it up. I'm not sure which, but either way, it's impressive. I like the, I like the idea that you just made up the second name is Norbert. Well, it, it's, it's a very cool name in, in Germany. Possibly in Germany. But, I mean, he does... Like, like he... he, 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 he He's into race walking. He's a real cagoule sort of person. Oh, but, I there's mean, nothing it, cooler than race walking. <laughs> race walking. Oh, race yeah, walking. The walking very fast. The walking very fast. Around the centre of Liverpool, you want to run. Yeah. <laughs> He's tall. He's tall as well, isn't he? That helps, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it always helps. It gives you a bit of gravitas, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, Brendan Rodgers. I think Brendan Rodgers maybe should have stood in the box. Do you think that would have worked? Yeah, that would have really helped, yeah. wouldn't it? That would have really helped his dignity. Yeah. But the other thing is, he, he's, uh, <laughs> he's very, he's very touchy-feely. And um, according to my sources in Liverpool... Um, <laughs> I love that you have sources. <laughs> All right, I read an interview with Mignolet. Um, uh, he loves to hug people, so he like they weren't being hugged enough, or if they were being, maybe maybe Rogers was hugging them too much. I don't know, <laughs> but but Klopp is hugging them look like a hug. the right amount of times with the yeah. right amount of pressure. Well, he wanted to be a doctor. He was saying that this week, wasn't he? That he, yeah. he wanted to be a doctor, and, and that in this role as a manager, he feels like he is looking after people, and that's that's how he feels, which is a good mm. thing. Especially right. Daniel Sturridge. Although it's, it is well, quite. Although it's difficult to get if you <laughs> have... made of crisps, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he is It is a bit unfortunate. He, he, I like the idea of wanting to be a doctor. You have to wait two weeks for an appointment to see him in his <laughs> office. <laughs> that's a comment on the NHS, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, similar... <laughs> yes, my name's Ben Elton. Thanks very much. Good night. <laughs> um, 
Simon Millier, he, he got penalised for holding on to the ball for 20 seconds. He was now, so surprised to actually have held on to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's he was. wasn't letting it go. That's what that was. It's mine. Yeah, and, but I, I feel that, they, that something is happening at, uh, at, at Anfield, definitely. And they beat, when they beat Man City, I mean, they, they looked dangerous, didn't they, Liverpool? They it's did. interesting, though, what Michael Owen said, that they're only doing that away from home, they can't, because they're waiting for teams to come onto them. It's, mm. Mm. Yeah. They need to find a way of playing at home, clearly, because they can't play away all the time. They can't. Uh, we've also we've got a, uh, a little video uh, of uh, Jurgen Klopp. He's, uh, he's had to learn how to speak Scouse. Have you, uh, have you heard this? <laughs> yeah, uh, he was, um, uh, he basically spoke to, uh, uh, what was his name? Isaac from uh, Cop Kids. Good. There he is. Oh, he's yeah. uh, he's hugging, see? Yeah. Hugging yeah. there. Very look. touchy feet. Have a look, have a listen. Right, they basically got, he got a grilling and he was learning some Scouse uh, uh, sayings. I could teach you a few Scouse phrases that might come in useful. It would be very, very useful for me. Boss, ta, boss, ta. Hello, boss. No, it basically means that she's really good. Boss is... Ah, yes, I heard about it. That's boss. Yeah. Ta ah. We win against uh, Man City and there's a... That was boss. Ta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't maybe, know about he, maybe he's not that cool after all. Uh, not one of the cooler. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but I understood Jurgen Klopp much better than I understood <laughs> that little kid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so as we said, Liverpool won the match uh, against Bordeaux without the help of Daniel Sturridge, who was raring to go all day, but then took a sharp intake of breath and broke four ribs. Uh, <laughs> that mean? Yeah, OK. Uh, I'm going to give out the points for that round. And for even thinking the Germans are cool, uh, I can't give you that point. So I'm going to give the point to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Now, 200 miles further south, uh, Maurizio Pochettino is doing much the same job for Spurs that Jurgen Klopp is doing for Liverpool. Tottenham are looking like they actually know what they're meant to be doing. I know, it's weird, isn't it? The words consistency of Spurs are normally about as likely to go together as Jeremy Corbyn and full-scale invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, what is going on at Tottenham? All right, comrade, you're really on this soon. <laughs> What's going on at Tottenham? It really sticks in your craw, doesn't it? You, oh, you, I couldn't you, be happier. Yeah, I know. It's, it's youth, isn't it? It's Tottenham youth, man. They are, yeah. Uh, they are the young... You were saying... Uh, the they're the youngest team. They finish the game and then they all ride off on bikes. Yeah, they get... <laughs> <laughs> what, like the end of E.T.? <laughs> what exactly like is, the end of E.T. <laughs> uh, Harry Kane scored against uh, Carabag. And there it is, good header on. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the replay, he's standing there in the six-yard box on his own. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously going, oh, don't mind him. He's only scored 12 goals in the last eight <laughs> games. It'll be fine. Harry Kane scored the goal and uh, and they won well, one nil. They haven't got telly in the kid, Azerbaijan. Thing about Kane is that it, it, his name lends itself to loads of puns and stuff like that. So it's Harry all, Kane. Yeah. So I think you should have a little item in your show from time to time, just look, you know, making puns about you know whoever figures prominently in the sports headlines. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I was offering you that. <laughs> I think with Pochettino, what's, up, what's really interesting, I don't really buy into the whole cult of the manager thing. Now, I like him in the same way as I like Klopp, but he doesn't, his English is very, very poor. Like, it's really, really bad. Yet you know Tottenham, he's from overseas, right? Yeah, no, I do know that, but some of them have made a bit more of an effort. And I'm just saying, How's like, your, uh, I'm just saying, yeah, uh, it's actually reasonable. Not as poor uh, as that Scouse kid's English. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but he, he's trying to inspire people. He is. 
in a language that isn't his, his own, his first, or even his, you know, he doesn't have it at You're all. You're saying, as ma imagine if he spoke English properly, how much higher up the league Tottenham would be. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's hear uh, from Keith Dover, who is our man of the people there. Uh, yes. Keith, uh, Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> Keith is an Arsenal fan like me. Uh, are you worried about how they're going this year? Because they are looking quite good. I'm constantly worried about Tottenham. but Because you live in, in Tottenham country, I'm on you? the borderline areas of Tottenham, you know, the, you know, the, the, the borderlands. But anyway, the thing about Tottenham, they've got this long journey home. And I was discussing with Ardell earlier, why don't they just get a boat? You know, they could rest on the boat, have a little bit of a swim, you know, get some, hire something from Abramovich, <laughs> nice speedboat, shoot off home. Because we all know, even the plane journey, as long as it is, <laughs> most of the journey is going to be spent on the A406. That's true. Trying to get back to Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. That's where, that's a, you know, it's going to be nine hours. How, how is Azerbaijan in Europe? I mean, it should be the Europa plus oil-rich Asian Dictatorships League. That's I mean, not very catchy, is it? Really? <laughs> it's not really catchy. <laughs> yeah, I do see what you're saying. Accurate, though. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a fair point, really. It is a long way away. And it's you were saying fun. that uh, uh, Astana, who played in the Champions, Champions League last League. night, they're in... Uh, they're as far away as New Delhi. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, as the crow flies. And Spurs, of course, uh, have to play Chelsea on Sunday morning uh, at, uh, at 12 o'clock. They'll be uh, back, won't they? Just about. <laughs> I'm saying, I think they're just going to get straight off the plane and head over to the ground, aren't they, really? Collect their that, bags off EasyJet and get on the ground. Is that really fair? And, and also, there's also the worry with Spurs that they might lose their players, Harry Kane and Deli Alley. I mean, they're being looked at, aren't they? Yeah, well, this is, I, I kind of agree with, with Ardell on this about the manager thing, because what Pochettino... Everybody's sort of saying, well, he's got this style of play, and again, it's that high-pressing game and, and pace and stuff. But also, what he's done is very simply got rid of people who weren't very good. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's quite important in a man. <laughs> we can all take a lesson my point from that. Is, my point is, because his English isn't great, and this is not a criticism, I like the guy, I think he's brilliant, it's that he, <laughs> has, really to, he has to keep it him. really simple. So it's basically, yeah. run faster. They're the only two words he needs, and it's working with the Spurs players. They're running very fast at the moment. Yeah. They're super fit, yeah. and, and, and they press very high. So, like, it's really simple. Press when you don't have the ball, and run very fast when you do have it. That's yeah. he's, he's on the sidelines going, give it a cane. Give it a cane. Give it a cane. That it will cane. do, won't it? Now, I've got to give out the points to that round. And Arnold, cane is able. Ar <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a pun. Five minutes later. There you go. There it is. It takes me a while, but I get there. Yeah, uh, I'm still not giving you the points. Uh, I'm giving the points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. 2-0. So, Manchester City are through, but Chelsea, Arsenal and Manchester United could all go out of the Champions League and into the Europa League on match day six. Yes, this show could be very busy come Thursday nights in February. Uh, <laughs> Ian, is it possible that the more money we spend for the Premier League, the worse we get? It is looking that way, isn't it? Does it does seem to be the way. It is more money. Go and buy more players. Just, yeah, just don't play very well. Just, you know, go on. They're like school trips, aren't they? They go into Europe and misbehave and then come back with their tail between their legs. <laughs> and it's they lose a player. <laughs> they haven't had a proper head count at the end of the match. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Schweinsteiger? Where's he gone? Um, Manchester United, let's start with him. Was that the dullest thing you've ever watched? Man, well, you watch Leeds, so... Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Manchester United, they are... They're very entertaining. Have you, did you see the latest calendar, by the way? Anyway, we won't get into that. <laughs> we'll um, do it a bit. Uh, yeah, it was really, really dull. They're very, they're very extra cautious, aren't they? It's just really, really boring. It is. It's. Well, I mean, what can be well, done? Is it, is it this? Is it Van Hal going? Look, this is this is the paciest league in the world. What we'll do is we'll try and fool everybody by just not running around very much. Because <laughs> well, they are second in the league. 
It's, it's yeah, unbelievable. I know it's incredibly dull, but they yeah. are second in the league. I know, but Manchester United fans surely don't want to want to win the title playing like this. <laughs> oh well, I, I don't. You know what? All fans who go, no, it's not our way of playing. That's absolute <laughs> nonsense. And what you're saying when they pass the Premier League title? Over, no, we're not celebrating. Yeah, no, no. Hand it back. Give it no, back. It's just an unacceptable way to win <laughs> the title. Yeah. I, the thing, they don't want it badly enough. This is the thing of, of all. Of a lot of the English teams that is don't such a cliche, want it though. badly enough. They no, do but they want don't. It. They don't because the league next year. There's going to be enormous sums of money pumped into the football, more than ever. Thank you, BT this Sport. BT Sport, yeah. I mean, they're obviously not spending it on this studio. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they oh, didn't do all the colouring we, in. They didn't finish the colouring in. We know where the points are going for this bit. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith painted that. Keith painted <laughs> um, but, yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about... No, 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 there's a point to be made there. They're, yeah. they're, they really have to concentrate this year on, on Premiership stuff. Yeah, well, I see you're saying they're not they're not trying too hard in the uh, in the yeah, Champions League. The fans don't seem to want it either. Man there were a lot of empty seats. There were a lot of empty seats, of empty seats, seats, seats at United. Oh, there were seats. huge amounts of empty seats at Arsenal. I mean, there were. I, I mean, they, they announced the attendance as fifty eight thousand, and the the twenty five thousand who were there were laughing quite hard. <laughs> I mean, there were ten thousand they reckon who were late. They came in fifteen minutes late because of security checks. And then they left 15 minutes early to get the train home. <laughs> <laughs> so, they popped in to have a quick look, didn't like what they saw, and left. Oh, yeah, we're winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, very, no, very good. The Champions League. The oh, no. And, and uh, Chelsea also are struggling. They played on the worst pitch in, uh, in, uh, well, against uh, Tel Aviv. Well, that was in Haifa. Oddly. It's like Ryanair levels of geography. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have, my yeah. Israeli geography is very poor. Oh, really? But then okay. I understand their governments is as well. They keep sticking <laughs> I, I, I think that deserved more. Don't clap him. Don't clap him. That deserves a point. <laughs> you, can, you can have my, the point he was going to give me. Jose Mourinho had a bit of a row with... Uh, well, he's with had a pitch. few rows. He, he had a row with the pitch. He had a row with Diego Costa for not trying hard enough. And he also had a row with, uh, with Graham Lasseau as well. Wouldn't it be easier just to list the people he hasn't had a row with? <laughs> rather it than is he's having a row yeah, with. Well, things are not going quite as well as he would have. Yeah, hope. he was given out about Lasseau many, many years ago. Like, Lasseau, what, 20 years ago? Oh, well, 10. A number a, of years ago. A while ago. ago. The last time Chelsea played in Israel. In, well, look, the, the story is that Chelsea played in Israel last week and all the players went. Yes. Right? Possibly because they were told... It's to. their job. Yes, it's their job, and they said, you're going. <laughs> but when Chelsea last played in Israel in about 2002, five players didn't go. Uh, William Gallas didn't go, a couple of others, and Graham Lasseau. Yes, because it was after 9-11. It was after 9-11, yeah. which, which was a perfectly valid excuse yeah, for not going given, anywhere yeah. at that point. You know, I wasn't watching 9-11, yeah. I'm so going on Lasseau all. criticises Mourinho this week about something else, and Mourinho somehow or other finds out about Lasseau not going to Israel 15 years ago. Yeah. And he has a go at him. So he, he obviously sat at home. He's so petty. He Googled Lasso to find some <laughs> <laughs> Like, he, what sort of a person is he? What sort of person Googles Graham Lasso? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Chelsea probably have a department for that. They have a grudge-bearing department that they have to go to. <laughs> Which is look, busy. Look him up, will you? Which is busy. <laughs> um, I'm going to give out the points uh, for that round. And um, hang on, I'm being told by... Uh, BT Sport about the criticism of the studio. Uh, and I give two <laughs> points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Exactly. That was... <laughs> See what happens? That was constructive criticism. It was. Uh, last weekend... the organisation. <laughs> last weekend, Real Madrid were humiliated in the Bernabeu by their arch-rivals uh, Barcelona, and the white hankies were being furiously waved. 
Uh, Rafa Benitez has been given, been given a vote of confidence by the board, so he could be off any day now. Uh, <laughs> is it a bit like this show? Too many egos in the team, do you think? Yeah, I do, I do think so. Well, for me, it's, it's even more simple than that. Although, you know, like, I, I should point out, I am a very level-headed person, as you know. But I do know. This, for me, is good versus evil. Um, Real Madrid against Barcelona. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, is that overstating uh, it a little nope. bit? No, 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 no. When, <laughs> when it comes to big rivalries like that, yeah. it's, a, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's good versus evil. It's, it's, it's teamwork versus individualism. It's cynicism versus romance. It's all those things. It's tyranny oh, versus it democracy. Is. It is. Tyranny? It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's royalty, monarchy. <laughs> like it, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's, Sith it's, versus Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I have I no idea. Means, no. Yeah. It's good versus bad. And I mean, you know, uh, Real Madrid are victims of their own, what's the word? Hubris. Hubris is I'm the word. I'm so glad that you Hubris. said that. He Not plays me. on the wing. Um, the German word. <laughs> Madrid, uh, can, Madrid, I, can I use the German word? Uh, the German S word. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big word, and I apologise in advance. Schadenfreude. Yeah. yeah. Taking joy in the misery of others. Now, I, I, I take. Do you think Madrid do that? No, I do that. Oh, right. About <laughs> I, I also take joy in, in my own misery as well. Don't get oh, yeah. me wrong. Okay. And I take joy in the joy of others. But in this case, I take joy in the misery of Madrid. I really genuinely do. I celebrate it from it the. Was, it yes. was enjoyable to watch. Yes. Um, one day. Uh, Juan de Ramos, <laughs> he was the ex-Tottenham manager. Uh, Sergio Ramos, it was his face when, when Madrid were 3-0 down against Barcelona and then they brought Lionel Messi on. I mean, they're yeah. just having a laugh, aren't they? <laughs> and Ramos sort of looked at him and went, oh, no. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. And, and uh, Barcelona, of course, continued in the week. Um, they beat Roma 6-1. Uh, Wojciech Chesney, who was the Roma goalkeeper, said, we played against a team from another planet. Uh, we still qualifies for Europe, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, as hard as it is to lose 6-1, it was beautiful to watch. Uh, that, I mean, was, that was a really nice interview. That's such, I mean, that's just going, yeah, do you know what? There's absolutely yeah. nothing we can do here. Well, it was also lovely seeing Iniesta getting a standing ovation Got from the Madrid fans. By the Madrid yeah. fans. Really, really. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, of course, they, they were up against one of the best sides in the world. And have a look at this Neymar touch, just by the way. You've got to see this. Neymar. Look at this bit of control. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, that's what, that's what he does. But look how much room he had. I oh, mean, come on. You're, you're a bit hard on him. That was, it's just beautiful bit of football, isn't it? Well, one I mean, of the big problems here for Madrid is like, oh, yeah. You could just watch that for the whole I could week. do that. Yeah, well, no, not really. Uh, in, in his vote of uh, confidence speech, uh, Florentino Perez called Rafa Benitez the chosen one. Now, 3,000 years ago in Egypt, the Jews were given a similar vote of confidence <laughs> by God. <laughs> Florentino Perez has got way more spending power than God uh, and a bigger ego as well. Uh, I'm going to give the points uh, to Ardlo Handan, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Score is currently 4-1 to Ian Moore. Uh, as always at this time of the show, we move briefly into the world of the deluded and deranged <laughs> yes, it's Keith Dover, man of the people. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Keith, nice to have you here. Oh, is that nice the same shirt you were wearing last week? Yeah, but cleaned. Yeah, you know, okay. Fair enough. Does his own laundry. What have you got for us, Keith? Well, look, there was a time when football fans looked forward to the January transfer window like an eager beaver gnawing through a fresh log. Okay, but sadly, <laughs> no more. And what could be sadder than looking at a, de a morose beaver? And I should know, I've looked at a few. But anyway, the point of the matter is... <laughs> he did just say that on live TV, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about the rodent. Anyway, I know. You I digress. But look, the transfer window <laughs> is dull. 
Right, we have, uh, we have reporters outside ground shivering with nothing to report on. So how do we save this situation? How do we save the situation? Well, luckily, I have a plan. I like, can't believe like it. Like the 7th Cavalry, I am coming to the rescue. We have Secret Santa, OK? <laughs> In January. In January. Okay. I don't think you thought this through, Keith. We can't bring it for. No, I have. You understand Santa is a Christmas idea. Look, it works. <laughs> Trust me. Look, what the clubs do, they all put X amount of millions in the pot, right? So you have pot A for strikers, pot B for midfield, pot C for defenders. Right. Then at a gala event hosted by FIFA, so you know it's honest and straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you pull out the club name. So let's say you pull out Chelsea. Then yeah. they pull out of pot A. They could get a top Barcelona striker, or they might get somebody from Northampton or Wickham or Genk, you know? Genk? Is yeah. that even a place? Yes, it is. It's that was Belgium. a toy, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. It's a, look it up. It's a football club. Go on. But the point of the matter more. is, what you do is you could now pull out names of footballers and, you know, somebody from Northampton could got a top player from Spain or something like that. Right. And it works. And then, as I say, it'll be a televisual event. It'll be all like the song for Europe. It'd be hosted by somebody like your good self. Just think of this. Thank works. you for giving me that gig, Keith. Well, there you go. People from BT are well, loving this. This Santa. is an honor. I have to dress up as I would be the secret Santa. I'd be the first Jewish Santa ever. Well, it, look, <laughs> it, it qualified. Look, fundamental. Look, so go, there's I'm a few technical issues to work out, like wages and stuff like that. But fundamentally, it works. Right. It, it Can comes I ask up a with question, fair play rules. Keith. Yeah, go on. Do, do the players have to be on the transfer list or is this, does this apply well, to look, every we player? We all know clubs are going to buy and sell, so some clubs will just say, well, let's check their names okay. in the hat, you know. They're not going to put in Messi or Ronaldo. Right. But they're going to have a few players who want to get off the really books. really good idea. So you like, this is in. what happens with Keith's ideas idea. every week. It. They yeah. start off as absolute nonsense and then end up as good ideas. But if you get... And then go back to nonsense after that, obviously. We're really talking about a capping kind of system yeah. like they have in yeah. American sports. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's essentially the same thing as American sports. So, Chino, Arsenal could put the, you know, X amount of pounds in. They might pick out a good player, might get lucky, or they might get somebody from the lower leagues. Yeah, they might get Javinho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Bentner. The players that they've all actually bought. The, the problem with Secret Santa, though, when I've worked in an office, that somebody always puts a ringer in the box there, and somebody ignores Northampton will end up with a cheap bottle of perfume when they're expecting a strike. <laughs> well, this is That's a point. falls down on human nature, Keith. Yeah. Oh, no, look, look, you've got to think forward. It's a good, imagine the viewing figures alone. You well, know. Northampton? No. <laughs> Northampton. Three. Look, you yeah. do it on a special night, it'd be great. A special night in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had those, haven't we? A lot we'll hear more from Keith Dover later in the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I should say at this point, the secret centre is how we actually got Keith. Now, <laughs> this time last season, this time last season, Leicester were bottom of the table and given virtually no chance of survival. Whereas this season, they might just scrape the 40-point barrier by January. Yes, Leicester are top of the table and the whole country is delighted, except for a certain Pearson household in the Leicester area. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ian, we all saw this coming, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I, I put money on it. I, uh, no. <laughs> they, are, they are, from April to now, they'll be eight points clear yeah, as the season went on. But see, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, Pearson, like you said, you made the joke there, but Pearson set all this up. And, and Ranieri comes in with this, this reputation as the tinker man. He's looked around and gone, I'm not touching this. Not touching this. That's what he's done. This is that working is, all right, isn't it? It's essentially what he's done, because he's got a bit of a mayor. I mean, he's loved by everyone, isn't he, Ranieri? Mm. Except, of course, the whole of Greece. 
Yeah. <laughs> he made a right mess of their national yeah. team. But he's oh, I thought he, he, he ruined their economy. So oh, that's quite. what he did, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. He, he bought long and borrowed short. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, he's done, he's done an amazing job. And as Ian said, he hasn't tinkered at all, yeah, because he? he hasn't done anything. This is going back to our earlier point about Pochettino and these other guys and Klopp. They just come in and they're nice guys. People want to play for them. Vardy, he's just, he's just let off the leash. He's kept in a cage all week and he's just released <laughs> like a greyhound from the Release trap. the Vardy. Every Saturday. You had a point about this because we were talking about the fact that Jamie Vardy's got 10 from 10, the amazing thing, and everyone going, wow, and he's going to break Ruud van Nistelrooy's record. It's not Ruud van Nistelrooy's record, no, is it? No, 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 it's Aldridge. 12. John Aldridge got 12, 12 from 12, but it was pre the Premier League. Uh, in the 30s in Sheffield, Sheffield United, a guy called Jimmy Dunn got 15. We all know about Jimmy Dunn in the 30s in, in Sheffield United. I read that. Yeah. I read, I read but isn't, that. Isn't, there that, isn't that a stat about Messi that you were saying? Lionel Messi, is, Lionel Messi got 33 goals in 21 consecutive yeah, games. Now that's a record. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's he, a he, is, record. he is quite good. But well, don't take he? it away from Vardy. I mean, like, no, no, no. And, and this it's is incredible. The thing. And also with Leicester, uh, with Vardy and Mares, between them, they've scored more goals than Man United. Oh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Although I also heard... It's a lovely stat. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's and the nicest it... story in football because Vardy is he's such an ordinary bloke. Everyone can identify it. Everyone, yeah. you know, this like this is a he's guy the who you know he's the person I've ever seen. He just runs very fast and he smashes them in. He's like he's he's, he's your fantasy it's everyone. I have everyone fantasies is... about a number of things, and none of them <laughs> involve <laughs> Jamie Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it has been said that the late blooming of Jamie Vardy has given all non-league footballers a chance of a professional career. Although any overweight window cleaners currently plying their trade in the Evo Stick Northern Premier League Division 1 probably shouldn't give up their day jobs just yet. Uh, I'm going to give the points to that round to keep it interesting to Ardlo Hanlon. Yes. Now, um, it's a bit yin and yang this half. Leicester being top of the Premier League has shown that with hard work and good management, even clubs in the doldrums can rise to the very pinnacle of the game. Uh, Ardo, is this the dream that keeps oh, Leeds fans going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, it's tough. What has happened down there? You have been owned oh. by a succession of no. well, un it, unsuitable you know, owners. Mo mo most, most fans in the country, uh, outside the top four or five teams, you know, uh, moan about their chairman and so on. We, we, but like, you know, really nobody can touch this guy, Cellino, who runs Leeds. Yeah. An Italian guy with various convictions for yeah, fraud. Yeah, he is. And stuff. Dark glasses is, yeah. during yeah. the day, that's the start, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> the one of the first things he did when he came to Leeds, and I think this is really pertinent to the question, one of the first things he did was he abolished the canteen at the training ground. Abolished? Well, he, he, he dismantled, or what do you say? He closed <laughs> down the canteen. Set fire the to players have The players, they're, they're not well, just they hungry do. for success, they're hungry for food. Literally, they have to bring sandwiches to training. Yeah, that does, uh, and then, yeah. Uh, and uh, they've had, I mean, Ken well. Bates was, the, uh, was, was one of the owners. He now has a show on Radio Yorkshire. Ken Bates? Can you imagine that? It must be the most plain-speaking radio station in the world. Uh, but Ken Bates was, uh, was, was the owner. Peter Ridsdale, who got them £103 million in debt. Uh, yeah, I, I must admit, I've not a huge amount of sympathy coming from over here. I mean, I'm, I'm with Blackburn. You're a Blackburn we have, fan. We have similar issues. You know? Well, you're owned when by our the... Our players aren't hungry, though, because we're owned by chicken farms. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, stuff. food is not a problem <laughs> no, at Blackburn. And no. you've actually got, uh, you've got Paul Lambert uh, wow. in charge, looking younger and more positive than I think I've ever seen he's, him. We've got, we got a picture... Day. I think of Paul Lambert uh, uh, somewhere knocking about. And he's looking... <laughs> there he is. Look out, he looks well, doesn't he, Paul Lambert? He looks sort of happy. 
Uh, but it's well, happy I don't know. As... I mean, you, you, I'm very, you know, he's obviously a good manager, and, it, it's, and that's great for Blackburn. But we can't buy and sell anybody because we're on a transfer embargo. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're, we're 80 million in debt. We're not allowed to buy and sell. And the chairman, I can't remember his name, said that if we manage to sell one more player, we'll come out of the transfer embargo. Which doesn't. No. How does that work? No, we're not allowed to buy. You're not allowed, allowed to buy to anyone. Sell. You can just keep selling. Yeah. We've right. Just got to keep selling, which is you know, it's just trying to keep up. It's trying to get yourselves in a ridiculous amount of debt. And it's just, I mean, our owners, Venkis, apparently didn't even know that you could be relegated. <laughs> it was, was a shock. Missold. It was entirely missold. And the, when you have these fit and proper person tests that the, that the Football League supposedly does, and the Chilean Chilean has got failed. Through, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. if Pol Pot turned up to buy somewhere, <laughs> they go, yeah, well, he hasn't done anything <laughs> in a while, has he? He's all right. <laughs> These things are ridiculous. Cellino, I, I was reading about Cellino. He has a deep suspicion of the number 17, and he doesn't like the colour purple. You know what he, you know what he what, did? The film? One of the, the film, yeah, the film. <laughs> He's not a big fan of What's Oprah Winfrey. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey. Well, you know, in, in relation to the number 17, uh, our, 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 when Cellino came to the club, Paddy Kenny was the goalie. Was he number 17? No, he was born on the 17th of May, and when he found that out, he sold him. <laughs> that is, that is it was nothing to do with him being Paddy was, Kenny and the his, goal, well, his, his goalkeeping Well, his 10,000 a week wage was probably a factor as well. And, and, and you know, but, but that, was the, that was the reason that was given. He, he cannot tolerate the number 17. It's wow. such a weird number to choose. Was, was the it? canteen called 17? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> the players aren't going to eat. Uh, OK, I'm going to give the points. And because uh, they're Leeds and Blackburn, I'm going to give one point each to both of them because I think they're going to need it, ladies and gentlemen. Now. Patronising. Pat was it patronising? Patron. Never you mind about that, Ian. Now, <laughs> time for the panel to start thinking about who said that. This is our quotes round where we've got three quotes and they have to work out who said them. Uh, this week we're talking Barcelona and our six Catalan separatists are Sam Allardyce, <laughs> Joey Barton, Arsene Wenger, Pep Guardiola, Keith Dover <laughs> and Gerard Piquet. Uh, here are the quotes. Quote number one, I think that if Barcelona go to the Premier League, then the first year of playing there, there is no chance of winning it. If you go to Stoke, it will be really tough. Uh, they always say that. Uh, number two, technically, Barcelona are better than anyone else. Would Barcelona win the Premier League? I think so. And number three, I hate Ticka I always will. Ticka is a load of... <coughs> <laughs> a made-up term. Here's the first quote. I think that if Barcelona goes to the Premier League, then the first year of playing there, there is no chance of winning it. If you go to Stoke, it will be really tough. You got any thoughts as to why I say that? Uh, it is... It was, was it Allardyce who said that? It, it wasn't Sam Allardyce. It wasn't. Why is it always Stoke as well? They seem, yeah. to, they seem to be get singled out, don't they? Stoke yeah. on a Tuesday night. Stoke on a Tuesday night in February. It's always Stoke on a Tuesday in February. They don't like it up them. They don't like it up Yeah. I mean, basically saying that if Barcelona played Stoke and they kept firing crosses in... Ryan Shawcross, he could be sitting in a deck chair heading them away, <laughs> couldn't he? <laughs> but, you know, maybe they'd play on the ground. It's a possibility, isn't it? I mean, I, you know, any thoughts to do myself? I'd say Piquet said that because he would have played at Stoke and he would have... He knows. He knows. And Ardle O'Hanlon is absolutely right. That is uh, Gerard Piquet. Wow. Yes, indeed. So. Point to Ardle. Now, now, of course... Gerard Piquet feels differently to us, and who are we to argue with him? He's a Barcelona and Spain regular with a superstar pop singer, singing sensation for a wife. On the other hand, he doesn't have a late-night satirical football show. <laughs> so I know who the general public should be listening to. Now, the next one. Technically, 
Barcelona are better than anyone else, would Barcelona win the Premier League? I think so. So it's a completely opposite viewpoint. Who might that well, be? Well, Michael Owen's not on that list, but that sounds like a Michael Owen stating the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, uh, once again, you're wrong. Sam Allardyce. You just want to say that. <laughs> it's really not either of them. Of course Barcelona would win the Premier League. I would agree with this, but who said it? Arsene Wenger said yeah, it. Of course it's Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger. That's a point to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Now... Um, uh, at that pre press conference, Arsene Wenger went on to say, being too good can also be a disadvantage. And I think every Arsenal fan in the last ten years knows exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just too much. We're too good. Last <laughs> but not least, I hate Ticker Tacker. I always will. Ticker Tacker is a load of old, you know what? A made-up term. It's Keith Dover. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what? It isn't, but it should be. <laughs> Keith certainly would have thought that as well. I reckon it's Pep Guardiola. It, it oh. is indeed is it really? Pep Guardiola. He oh, was very, man. very... I was trying to be satirical. <laughs> No, uh, Pep Guardiola. Keith, you don't like Ticker Tacker either, do you? No, no, it bores you to death. Just beat it up in the air <laughs> yeah. and run at it. No, of course not. I love a little bit of nice bit of play, you know, but it can get a bit boring. It's a bit much when... The it's boring when we do it at the Arsenal. It's not when Barcelona do it, because they actually then go on to score. They do, you, do have a do you remember, do you remember, like... <laughs> there is that. Do you remember two years ago when Bayern beat them? Yeah. And everyone was talking about this is the end of the great Barcelona the era. It's yeah. the end of Tiki Taka. Oh, Tiki Taka is so out of date. <laughs> you know, we need yep. to start hoofing it up yep. to Where are Barcelona Fellaini now? again. You know, <laughs> Fellaini's a good choice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is the perfect example. Because yeah. he's seven foot with the hair, isn't yeah. he? That's the point. Yeah. He's up there. Uh, yeah. Well, Tiki Taka is obviously not dead. They've won their last no, no. two games by ten goals. Yeah. So they seem to be doing okay. It's doing um, all right, isn't it? Pep Guardiola uh, is trying to distance himself from his days at Barcelona. Uh, his Munich team now play a German version of Ticker Tacker known as Umpa Lumpa Stick It Up Your Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who got that right? Was that... Uh, <laughs> you, you get that right. Oh, you like that joke. I'll give the point there to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. There he goes. So... Even though they had their highest place finished ever last year, Gary Monk is under pressure at Swansea City just 13 games into the new season. Uh, having said that, this year he's amassed the same number of points as Chelsea, so maybe it's time for him to call it a day. <laughs> uh, is it all a bit premature? It seems a bit unfair, yeah, doesn't it? It is a bit unfair. I mean, like he's doing know, a great job. He's doing a fine job. I wouldn't say a great job. I mean, you know, <laughs> managers don't count as we do, as we've discussed. <laughs> uh, it's it's about managing expectations. I mean, you know, come on. Ah, because he made a rod for his own back, didn't he? They did really well last year. Yeah. So exactly. So yeah. so the fans now, you know. They but, expect. like, you know, football fans of, of mid-table clubs getting a little bit over-hysterical. I mean, where's the big surprise there? Yeah, that's going to yeah. happen. I mean, you know what this came from? This came from a training session. There was a picture of a training session, and he right. wasn't there. Although, it turns out, he was there, he just wasn't in shot. Just wasn't in that picture. He wasn't in that picture, oh, yes. I wasn't there either. I'm not going to get sacked <laughs> by Swansea. There's been a lot of speculation about you <laughs> and the Swansea <laughs> position. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a bit... He, he just wasn't in the shot. It's a bit like if a tree falls in a forest. Uh, nobody's there to hear it. I don't understand. I mean, you say it came from that, but I don't. I, I mean, fans, as far as I'm aware, aren't clamouring for any replacement. It just, it just no, but seems we like, to be a non-story. We like a bit of press speculation, don't we? Well, but he just seems to be this week's target. Yeah. Well, I, I, well I, you know, leave him current. alone. Leave the young lad alone. He's doing it. I know. Yeah, I know. I like but... the way he wears a jumper and a shirt. I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all about the you fashion. Have to, you have to find a reason to like people, and I think he, he's, a, he's a smart lad with a nice party. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, it's just that went so Michael Caine all of a sudden. <laughs> you're a smart lad, but you're out of shape. <laughs> there, is, there is another side of it. I mean, he is inexperienced and he's, he's, he hasn't had a tough time yet. He, his metal hasn't been really tested. Yeah. Now. yeah. So, now so what do you think now? It's a few well, games in. I think he should be given a chance to show, show us has he got any metal. And, and if he has, then, you know. Put, a metal detector. Put it That's out what there. I suggest That's what you need. Yeah. A metal detector. Is it partly also that Brendan Rodgers is on the market and Brendan Rodgers is a former Swan? Manager, so hovering, going, yeah, just a spectre hovering, over, just over turning up at the ground once in a while. Hey, everyone, yeah. Brendan's here. <laughs> no, I'm not, of course, I'm not in the market for the job. I Brendan, just wanted to see Brendan's how you're doing. hired a plane and he's, and he's flying it over <laughs> flying the ground over. every week. Apparently, there's a rumor that they, that they don't want to sack him because they'd have to pay him three and a half million pounds in, um, in compensation. And Chelsea are the same with Mourinho, only it's 350 million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently, I Sw apparently Swansea last week, they, they, um, they, they, to try and generate atmosphere at the stadium, they hired or they bought 19,000 clappers for the people to clap. Oh, I hate those things. Yeah, score a goal. I mean, you know, <laughs> that would generate some atmosphere. <laughs> that would be the other way. Uh, there is a school of thought that says we should encourage English managers and give them the biggest jobs so that they're ready for England, although surely managing mid-table mediocrity would make them an ideal candidate for the England <laughs> job. Uh, I'm going to give out the... I thought I would go, go better. Yeah, I think uh, you deserve more, that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give out the points. And for saying that joke deserved more, I'm going to give the points to oh. Ian Moore. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for So, here's a great story. The Brecon City goalkeeper, Graham Smith, took the 87-mile trip to Stenhouse Muir only to discover that the game was, in fact, taking place in Brecon. <laughs> if only he had some way of finding out where the game was happening, like a programme, perhaps, or, I don't know, told him. the internet, perhaps. <laughs> oh, yes. Did he not have a clue when he didn't get on the team bus? Because if it was an away match, you normally get on a team bus. So no, I'm... the players all have to drive themselves to the games. What? They all... They don't even car share. It's got... <laughs> you mean, you no, mean they actually the have to get in their own cars to drive to the, the away games? Yeah, yeah, apparently so. That's crazy. Yeah, well, and, it's, and it's not very green, is it? They need a secret Santa, don't they, kids? <laughs> They need a coach, that's what they need. I mean, surely they've got a horse and cart up in <laughs> <laughs> It's a fabulous story. Just when Scottish goalkeepers were getting some credibility. Yeah, <laughs> finally. And then they lose, you know, because you know what happened when he did get there in time for the match? No. He went into the wrong goals. And he left his own goals untended. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Have you played, did you play in that game for the comics at Stenhouse Muir? During the Edinburgh yeah, Festival, yeah, yeah. we played a game. Uh, the, the comics played Stenhouse Muir Reserves. Wow. And they beat us 7 3. Uh, <laughs> I know. But the, the Stenhouse Muir Reserves actually played for a professional team where the comics were two and a half weeks into the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> And we barely could get out of bed to play the game. <laughs> and, and they only beat a 7-3. I think that says a lot about Scottish second division football. Yeah, but at least division. they found the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, no, we More did know. We, we, we all got down there. Um, at Stenhouse, Muir and Brecon. I mean, do you know... Uh, it's a glamour fixture, isn't it? <laughs> it's one of those games. We've all been waiting for that Maybe one. Maybe you just didn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I do feel for it. But yes, I think Keith is right. Surely they should all travel to the game together. It seems you would think, or, or, bang, or that there would be some sort of like yes. meeting up at a at a road chef on the way or something yeah. for a cup of tea. <laughs> the, the traditional and a fried breakfast yeah, before the game. Some haggis or something. Yeah, some haggis. That's yeah. what they have before their games. Uh, I'm going to give out the points uh, for that round, and I'm going to give the points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> I know for nothing. Now, just. 
enough time to look at the games coming up uh, this weekend. There's some excellent games coming up this weekend. Let's have a look. Uh, Leicester against Manchester United. This is when Jamie Vardy is going to break the non-record that John yeah. Aldrich holds. Top of the table clash. Leicester. Yes, it is. Isn't it? It is the top, top of the table, table clash. clash, and that will be a, a be out of a game. Um, Man City. Um, Crystal Palace against Newcastle. There's one. We'd like to see that That's, is uh, uh, Pardew against Newcastle. Essentially. Yeah, that would be a warm welcome, wouldn't it? I'd imagine so. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine so from Newcastle fans. Wear a tin hat. I'm amazed they didn't start it really early just to give the Newcastle fans a tough trip. Like four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning game. <laughs> uh, 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 the other game, of course, the other big game is Tottenham against Chelsea. Yeah. Um, if if which, Tottenham get back. If yeah. Tottenham get back in time. <laughs> they, they've put it down as a 12 o'clock kickoff, but it could move slightly later. So any other, any other ones? Let's have a look. Oh, Liverpool playing Swansea. Norwich against Arsenal. I'm going to that on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going. Well, you'll be on your own, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you no. can borrow Stenhouse Muir's van. Yeah. They don't need it. <laughs> they don't have a van. Oh, right. They don't. And uh, just be having its MOT. We haven't established this. Do you, do you, do you think that... Yeah, uh, I think yeah, it's okay. uh, The big one for me is, is the Spurs-Chelsea one, because that's, that, that was 5-3, wasn't it? That was 5-3 that, that last was New Year's Day, Spurs Chelsea against Chelsea. Yeah, and that, was, uh, uh, and that was a bit of a shock. And that was the last time that Chelsea attacked. Yeah. Yes. Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> and Mourinho, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Who is Mourinho going to fall out with this week? That's, that's the that's more the interesting thing. thing. Gary Monk, out, hopefully yeah. that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. For the show, the final score, 10-4 to Ian Moore. <laughs> Wasn't even close. Thanks to our guests, Ardwell Hanlon, Ian Moore and Keith Dover. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with Milton Jones. Thanks for coming and thanks for watching. See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.